Bienvenidos, bienvenida, and welcome to It's Pronounced Podcast with Alicia and Sange. We are your weekly-ish dose of what's happening in the world, in our lives, and frankly, whatever else pops up in our heads. We are best friends in real life, and now you are our friends too. So join us as we catch you up on current events, talk about a topic that's new to us, and share how we are really feeling. Sometimes we introduce a third and hear their take. We're so excited that you're here, so let's start the episode. Did you miss us? We know you did. We're coming in season two feeling excited, refreshed, rejuvenated, pH balanced, all the adjectives or all the positive adjectives that you can think of. <laughs> so if you're new here or you need a refresher, we always start off our show with a weekend review. And so we're just going to go ahead and get into it. Alicia, how are you doing, my friend? Yo, so first of all, I'm just, I'm hype. I'm hyped to be here. I'm hyped to be back. I'm just, I'm so excited. Um, and I'm also a vaccinated vixen over here. Hey, so, we love yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I so ultimately I'm I'm just super hyped because I can plan like two, three weeks out for me to go see my nana. I haven't seen my nana in seven months. Like oh, this nana. is exactly. And so, you know, as much as I've like had phone conversations with her, Zoom conversations with her, it's just not the same. And I get to like, dang, I don't want to get emotional first episode, but like I, I get to, the first I get, episode. No tears. No tears. But I get to hug her, Sandy. I haven't like physically held, embraced my Nana for seven months. That's unheard of in my life. And I'm just, I'm so happy. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yay. I'm so happy for you. Aww, thanks. And let's see another, ooh, another headline I'm interested in right now um, for the spirit of a weekend review is that, did you know that there is a international boba shortage right now so i knew that there was a shortage in sf and i saw it and i was like such an sf thing that there would be a boba shortage like only (laughs) it's it but i didn't know that it was international what has caused this okay people i thought we were all at home how like how did this like boba boba made it to the top of the list it was like toilet paper hand sanitizer boba Boba. No, but so, okay, so I was reading this article and it was sharing that similar to like the Suez Canal. Oh. Um, yeah, so it wasn't that particular barge, but that boat carried like all of the boba and it, because it wasn't transported at a certain timeline, it all went bad. So a timeline was shared that in about two weeks, we could see people completely being out of boba. Like What's yesterday, I know. So yesterday, we went to a boba spot just to kind of see, like, what does yeah. this look like in a market, you know? And they already had a sign on the door that said, "Please refrain from ordering boba. There's a shortage. Like, order other toppings on your milk tea." Isn't that wild? All right. So there's one particular boba spot in the Bay Area that's like pretty well known. It's the spot that everyone goes to, and. I, I don't really like boba myself. However, I know that like that's the place to be. And um, our friends at Proyecto Diaz Coffee have like a collaboration with these folks. And so I'm curious to know because I saw that they're also releasing new drinks for like their spring summer menu. So I'm just curious to see how that's going to be impacted as a result Ooh. of this shortage. Dang, I don't, so I don't even mess with boba like that at all. Like, I actually have never fucked with boba at all, or milk tea, honestly. Uh, so if y'all are in the market for some boba, go run and get some now, or wait and have those businesses last longer. You choose. It is your choice to make. 
So that would be people waiting for what, like three, four weeks, essentially? Um, I don't know. Like the article was just sharing that there's going to be a shortage and in two weeks, there's like not going to be any boba, apparently. So I don't know if that's like, I, 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 clearly it's not going to be forever, right? They can like regenerate boba. I don't know. <laughs> but You can make it I, at home. I just saw a video <laughs> on my timeline of somebody making boba at home. So I'm like, oh, well, y'all just you just don't have to get creative. You know what I mean? Like just make your own boba. There it is. That's the headline for today. <laughs> we'll just end here. <laughs> and uh, on that note, everyone, uh, start making your own boba. Perfect. <laughs> what about you, Sangay? What's going on in your world? Dude, uh, you know, a lot of the same. One thing, though, that I'm feeling, like, really good about, and you, you're going to see it, is my bench. Okay, so, the, you know, for those of you who maybe follow me online, you know that I've been working on this for a very long time, okay? But... That's because it's not my full-time job. So I'm really taking my time here. <laughs> like, also, Rome wasn't built in a day. Listen. Like, so you're okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> Stop rushing me. Like, no, seriously. Someone was like, oh, we thought you were done with that already. I'm like, well, I I would be if it were my job, but it's not my job. And I'm not a professional. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, like, let it be known. I'm making this up as I go. But what I will I say is. I would have just blocked them. I would have been like, okay, and don't rush next. <laughs> Oh, so you don't respect the creative process. I understand. Got okay, it, got, cool. it, got yeah. it, got it, But no, but it's been just like a really fun, like, way to, I guess, prove to myself, like, dang, girl, you could do that. Like, look at you building things and stuff and, like, using tools and, and figuring it out. And, you know, I made a functional thing. I could sit on it. I sat on it. It didn't break, which tells me, like, <laughs> it's sturdy. Look at you go. Yes. Oh, my God. So you did, like, the ultimate pressure test, which is dead ass. My weight. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it can support me, then like, perfect. That's it. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling like just, I'm just feeling so good about that. Oh, and another update. I know I mentioned this in season one. I was like, oh yeah, like we're thinking of fostering dogs. And then we ended season one. And guess what, everyone? I fostered two dogs. So we had a puppy she was so cute, so cuddly. She got adopted. So good job, us. You know, because yes. <laughs> great foster parents. That's the job. I, I yes. Think, and we currently have another guy. Um, his name is Chevy, and he's a black lab, and he's so cute. He's I think he's a really handsome boy, very sweet, um, but also very like, you know, a stray dog who is like learning how to be around other people and stuff like that. Yeah, and what's great is that he's like the ultimate patrol dog. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, you're going to find out soon. Um, he barks at his own reflection. Like when the sun sets, he's like barking at himself in the window. Or if he walks past himself in the mirror, he does. He also paces like up and down our house just all night long, ensuring that we're safe, truly. And um, honestly, I don't know what we'll do without him. He's built-in security system. And his bark is like big. Like it will, it makes me jump every time I hear it. Oh, heck yeah. He's such a funny guy. (laughs) We love it. He has a system, okay? And the system is he, like, he'll walk around the couch or wherever we are, and then he'll, like, sit for a minute, and then he'll get up five minutes later and do the same, like, lap that he did, go down the stairs, come back up, go up the stairs, come back down. Like, he's checking everywhere. He's looking out the windows. Everything good here? And speaking of, here he comes down the stairs as I speak, doing his rounds. (laughs) On time. On time. Right on time. (laughs) And he, now he's oh my gosh, you know, 
You know when you go to like fast food restaurants or whatever and they have that sign-in sheet on the back of the door saying like what employees like checks the bathroom and everything? That's exactly what Chevy's going to do. <laughs> it's just going to have a paw print. It's <laughs> just like, all right, this area has been, been surveilled. You're good to go. <laughs> you're well, all I'm, set. I'm, I'm glad you're, you're safe and sound and I can't wait to meet him. I'm so excited for you to meet him. I think you're really going to like him. But with that, you know, we're all caught up. We'll we'll keep it brief this week, but we have some good stuff coming in this episode. Typically, we don't do episodes or interview episodes right away in the season, right? Like we have our whole introducing a third in the third episode, et cetera, et cetera. But this was one that is very time sensitive and you're going to find out why soon. Um, But on this episode this week, we are introducing Lily Legacy and Day Unique of Black Me Up Podcast. And we're going to talk about, why don't you tell them? Yeah, so they are a fellow duo who is also creating a podcast. So we want to like pick their brains a little bit. What does it look like for your friendship? Because we got some questions. Um, And also today's 420. So we want to really talk about just like drugs and stuff, as Sangate puts it. We're going to talk about it all. Uh, So yeah, that's what we're going to be getting into right after this break. Um, With that, we'll see you soon. All right. Welcome back, friends. We are here with Lily Legacy and Day Unique from Black Me Up Podcast for our special 420 episode. So Lily and Day are going to be our resident, what they call themselves, connoisseurs like cannabis. We'll get into it later, but we just love to say welcome to the pod, Lily and Day. Thank you so much. Thank for you. Me. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on. We're super pumped to hear about your journey into podcasthood and also to help us celebrate 420 in our own way. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Alicia gave a brief introduction about you all, but I'd love for you to introduce yourself and give our listeners some insight on how you identify who you are, all of that good stuff. Absolutely. So I'll go ahead and go first. Um, in honor of its pronounced podcast, I'll go ahead and give my government name. Um, Dejanay is my first name. It's very hard to pronounce and it's even harder to spell. So um, I relate with you guys when it comes to not having my name pronounced properly. So online and just in entertainment, I guess I go by day and my real middle name is unique spelled with a Y. So I think that that's a very special aspect of me as well and I'm one half of Black Me Up podcast. We just talk life culture and adulting and we just have fun over there. And I'm Lily Legacy. I'm the other half of Black Me Up. Um my name's pretty simple to the point. <laughs> Haven't really had issues. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, thank y'all. Um it's funny be- when you say like people mispronounce Dejeuner for instance because mm-hmm. I know that from the Proud family. So I'm like, "Oh yeah, bet." Dejeuner, yes, got it. I got that so much. I also get Dijon, like the mustard. I oh. get deja vu. Um, <laughs> anything you need to remember my name, I've heard it all and I'm down for it. <laughs> okay, disrespectful, first of all, with deja vu. I- <laughs> yeah, they used to call me deja blue in elementary school because my favorite color was blue. So yeah. <laughs> Wow. wow. The creativity. Lots of, the, right, creativity the creativity of uh, <laughs> kids. Exactly. But you just learn to go with the flow. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You learn very early on that not everyone is for you. And you also don't have to be for everyone. And that's, that's it. That's, that's it. Period poop. That, what exactly period <laughs> point blank okay <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about your podcast how did it come to be what can people expect to hear when they listen to black me up podcast well 
Lily and I came up with the idea for Black Me Up back maybe honestly after high school was it like immediately like after 2016? high school 2016 2016 yeah um we were just sitting on the couch with our group of friends it's just four black girls we're all four different shades of black one's black and mexican one's black and white one's pure african american me and then one's from africa eritrea that's lily um and so we all just wanted to discuss different aspects of our blackness and also just have a space to talk to each other on the internet not really knowing what would come about it so we were just sitting and Lily was like, after discussing a bunch of different random names, Lily was like, how about just black me up? Then we were like, girl, what's black me up? Then she's like, you know, like back me up. <laughs> and we probably laughed at it for like three days straight. And then I finally came at them with the podcast art. And I was like, yeah, let's let's do this. And then one day we were just sitting down in the living room, just Lily and I. And we just said, hey, do you want to do you want to talk? You know, there's nothing going on. We're not doing anything. We could record on my phone. It was actually phone. like. Wasn't it like after New Year's? I yes, it was. It was New I Year's was... Day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And it was just like a random time. We're like, you know what? Let's just go for it. Yes. We'll see what happens. And it turned out great. <laughs> Lots of breaks, a baby later, and um, mm-hmm. several, several struggles. <laughs> exactly. But that's what the show's about. And Trying that... to aim for consistency now, though. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In in the world that where there's no consistency right as and I think that's the beauty about our podcast is like that makes it so more realistic like yes consistency is important but our life is so crazy we still try to make time for it and like I think that's just the beautiful part about it I think that's something that Sangay and I have realized that like like some some parts of it is like weird because you're also business partners, right? Like, to, uh, exactly. like, like there will be some days where it's like, hey, let's record. But then it's like the recording time will come up and it's like, damn, I have to go grocery shopping or dang, mm-hmm. I got to go pick my kid up or dang, I have nobody to do anything like, you know, so things happen and we just be respectful of each other. Like, hey, girl, honestly, I have to be I'm busy too today. I can't do it. Let's just mm-hmm. reschedule and just being respectful of each other's time because we are friends. And yeah, <laughs> this is important. But our real relationship and friendship is important. We've been friends since middle school or elementary school going into middle elementary. School. Yeah. 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 Wow. So you two have really been in each other's lives for what, like two decades now? Damn. Ooh, make us feel old. <laughs> That's what yeah. Sange will do. Sange will like quantify everything. Everything. He's like, oh, so I've known you for over half of my life. Got it. Like if every relationship. That's how I measure it. No, but it's facts. It's facts. Especially when it's like when we're growing into ourselves and really becoming adults, we can look at each other and say, hey, I saw where you used to be and you saw mm-hmm. where I was and we could see how beautiful it is that we're here. I love working with Lily. I couldn't ask for a better friend. Me too. I I, I just, I know that I've heard a bunch of like, people say, oh, it's hard to work with family and friends. Um, but I, I don't feel like it's been difficult with her. Like, we've always done wild stuff together. Like, we used to watch the Wayan Bros together and recreate skits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. We actually we're sisters. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're single and we're looking for some misters. Oh, well, it just I mean, Sangha and I are just like 
in awe right now because we're you you just sound like you both love each other. That's such a beautiful thing. <laughs> Thank you. We really Thank do. You. <laughs> You're like, I hope we do. <laughs> I know, right, girl. I hope you love me. <laughs> no, seriously, that's such a beautiful like relationship and also to hear about how you've really just been by each other's side through thick and thin through all of it. I feel like uh Elisa and I are like very early on into this like friendship, right? Cuz we've only known each other what like 5 years. Give or take, I don't know math. That's um, I, okay. Thank you, Day. Like I was like, no, um. I'm thinking like compared to like more like longer term relationships. Right. And of those five years, like we have known each other, but we weren't really like friends for two of those years, right? Like we weren't hanging out. So it was. Um, I just think that we have like a long way to go, and it's really cool to see how you two have nurtured this friendship for so many years and like really grown and kind of um adapted to one another as life changes so um, we're gonna play a game and this game is called lily or day we're very original as you can tell okay um (laughs) we made it up so in this game we're gonna list a series of prompts and we are gonna ask you all to share if you think lily or day would rather do said prompt or whoever Ooh. the prompt most relates to. Oh, yes. I love a good game. Yes. Okay, excellent. And this will help us learn a little bit more about y'all. So our first prompt is going to be, who has the best jokes? Lily. Ooh. What? Oh. <laughs> Me? Conflict. Conflict. <laughs> One, I, mm, I think I'm only funny like on the podcast personally because in real life i'm just like yo fuck a joke miss me with that shit I, like let's stay on business but like lily's funny as hell <laughs> all right now i was gonna say now lily's side of the story okay <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say you because i feel like you're just like you're naturally funny you know what i mean like you don't really have to try or put effort or even like like you don't have to make jokes to be funny you're just you are just so you know what I mean? Y'all, y'all are like the physical embodiment of like, oh my god, no you, no you. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, I'm just trying to get like you, okay? I'm really, I'm, I'm just trying to be on your level. That's yeah. what I'm hearing a lot of. I know, Sangay and I are looking at each other like, should we put them in a breakout room? Did they- <laughs> <laughs> okay, WWE over here, Sasha, Sasha and Bianca. <laughs> All right, our next uh, question. Who has the most complicated Starbucks order? Lily, I don't go to okay, Starbucks. Okay, I'm gonna a take lot, it. Girl. Yes, yeah, I don't go I'm, to I'm Starbucks. I'm gonna take a that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think my order is complex. I get a white chocolate. What is it? White chocolate mocha. It's you have so to forget. It's already complicated. <laughs> so you said it was what? White chocolate. What was it? <laughs> it's a venti white chocolate mocha with three or four shots, depending how I'm feeling. Okay, she got venti money. I see venti her. money, <laughs> extra shots. Okay, caffeine. I mean, when, when you have a three-year-old, you kind of got to be caffeinated you know, consistently. True. <laughs> okay, Very okay. true. And I do not have a three-year-old, so I stay high consistently. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Okay, this one is, I, I don't know, this might hurt some feelings here i don't i don't think it should though let's break some hearts (laughs) so this question is who's the most likely to mess up while recording day me (laughs) me okay okay are y'all gonna agree on anything i'm just (laughs) probably not i'm never (laughs) 
never. No, um, I think I'm definitely a part of the, I do the editing. So when I listen to myself, I'm just like, oh my God, I hate listening to myself. So I do be cutting me, but also oh, I do, absolutely. I do, I do I cut a lot of breaks. Thing. And Lily does have a lot of breaks after herself. So I, mm-hmm. I must say Lily probably does give me the most editing struggle but mm-hmm. she she's really yeah. straightforward when she talks and I'm the one that stumbles over myself when I talk so I guess that's like the difference I feel like Sangi I feel like I'm the day in this situation <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Alicia does all of the fine tune editing and then she'll also be like all right this conversation is redundant like we're talking in circles right. like cut that out mm-hmm. but like I mm-hmm. will just be like I don't like what I said I don't like how I sound like I don't want this so take this whole That is literally me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, this is our final question. I feel like I know the answer to this question um based off of Day's response to not having a 3-year-old, but yeah. this final question is who between the two of you smokes more? <laughs> Absolutely, I smoke. Dang. But Lily do be consuming. Lily consumes. I do. <laughs> Edibles. I, mean, I do. Because the caffeine keeps me up so much that I need to, t- to go to bed. So not the best combination, but I would have to hand that over today. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'd be smoking. I'd be smoking. <laughs> okay, we love it because there's two different like ways to engage in this, right? Like, yes. mm-hmm. is, There's multiple. Is that also true, right? I have okay. all the different ways in my house right now. <laughs> They said, I'm prepared, okay? If you have a method, I have the madness, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we know it's 420. Uh, We both live in areas, or sorry, all of us live in areas where drug culture is like super prevalent. Sangi and I are in the Bay, we're in San Francisco and Oakland, respectively. There it is, the yay, one would say. (laughs) Um, Y'all are in in Seattle, right? Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah, so- Ooh, we love it. Mm-hmm. P- P&W? Is that what it is? Pacific yep, Northwest? Pacific Northwest. <laughs> so we're going to give y'all some context of like how we're entering into this conversation and then kind of like ask y'all about what this kind of looks like for you. If that's cool. Absolutely. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Um, all right. So my experience lately, so moving to San Francisco, um, have been consuming more. So that looks very different. Like sometimes I'll smoke, sometimes I'll, I'll take some edibles. But the last time that I took an edible, I like had a terrible trip. I don't know what it was. Um, so I've been on a hiatus because of that. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad news. Um, but, uh, also context is that like I've been around like, name any drug I've been around it all of my life. Um, and oh. that's just something that's like a weird thing for me to navigate considering I've seen the part where it's like recreational and good and people are doing great. And then also the side where it's like addiction and like that's actually been mm. the cause of like a lot of the folks in my family's demise, one would say. Um, yeah, so that's like how I'm entering. I think it's, I don't think talking about drugs or like doing drugs is super taboo. Like I think y'all do you. My thing is like, I have hell anxiety as well. So I'm like, this past, this last trip that I had really fucked me up. And so um, I'm really happy to be able to talk to y'all about it because I kind of want to get back into the game, but I need to, I need to feel a little bit better about it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And can I just ask, was it from the street or dispensary? Did you get it from a dispensary? A dispensary. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Day, it was only five milligrams too. That's the shit about it. Five? Yes. Was it a cookie, a candy? Was it a sweet gummy, like a candy? It was. Sugar, it was a gummy. Was a, a gummy. Okay. 
And that okay. shit had me on it my ass. Like we're talking like 48 hours. Legit. It was <gasps> just terrible. Just out of commission. That just is terrible. Out of commission. No. What? Okay, no. My mind is going to be wrapped around that for a while, girl. I have access to a bunch of people that I could ask, okay? <laughs> um, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, in fact, of Alicia, right? So, like, in my household growing up, first of all, my dad didn't drink, didn't do drugs, didn't smoke, none of that. My mom was, like, a social drinker. So that was all very much, like, taboo in our household. In fact, it was, like... I had cousins who happened to smoke and who also happened to get into a bit of trouble growing up. And so my parents kind of put it in that light of like, don't be like your cousins, right? So like, don't Mm -hmm. do drugs. You're going to end up like your cousins who are like in trouble. So I was like, okay, I I won't do it. Like, fine, I won't. Um, So like, (laughs) I, to this day, have never smoked. And also like, um, when I was younger, I nearly drowned. So I also have this like weird fear about just... That inhalation. besides oxygen being in my lungs because I'm like, ugh, I like, I felt Mm -hmm. that feeling. It's not a fun feeling of not being able to breathe. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let's just keep it straight oxygen going in and out for, you know, (laughs) for the time being. Um, And the occasional droplets of water when they go down the wrong tube. (laughs) Yes. And even that is like never again. Like, that's that's a big no for me. So um, because of that, I've always been very like, Kind of like Alicia said, like, if that's what you want to do, you do you. For me personally, I'm not going to partake, but, like, I'm not going to stop you from doing that. Like, if you're doing it responsibly and it's not, like, yeah, like, if you're going to do it responsibly and it's not going to impact me directly, like, that's that's cool to you. Yes, absolutely. So um, let me tell you guys a little bit about myself and my cannabis journey. So um, growing up, honestly... My mom smoked and I had absolutely zero idea. It wasn't until maybe middle school that I, that she came out and told me and she was like, Hey babe, like, you know, I have a period. My cramps hurt. I honestly just smoke during my period and whenever I'm nervous and whenever I get nervous, cause growing up, my mom had major anxiety, bad dreams. And I experienced that, especially when we were in a one bedroom together, just living with each other. So I remember that. But when she told me that she smoked weed after everything that I learned in school, I was like, holy shit, my mom's a drug addict. What the fuck? Like, I left the house and I was debating on calling CPS on myself. I I wanted to get out of the household just because of all the negative things that I had learned. And it wasn't until, you know, coming back, I didn't talk to her like for a few days. I remember that. But as cannabis became legalized in Washington state, I never partook. But I started doing my research because I was like, okay, this seems kind of cool. You know, we're able to do this, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until I went to Florida for a work trip where I smoked my first joint, um, edibles, had crazy trips. And then I came back home and was like, okay, I could do this recreationally. And I was kind of being irresponsible with it. Then in 2019, I was like, I want to start a blog. Um, I want to do an, have an internet presence. What do I want to write about? I've written about hair, myself, a bunch of other things. Let me write about cannabis. So that's when a completely new door opened. I entered different cannabis communities. I talked to different people. And so it was different stories like that that kind of like, wow, this is interesting. Let me do my own research, especially as I was in the culture of the blog and After meeting so many different people, after being responsible with it, telling myself I'm only going to smoke with good intentions, I'm only going to smoke to better myself and really navigating how to do that and meeting other people who also do that is a really different culture than 
the people who are irresponsible, the people who are doing different drugs, the people who are possibly using marijuana cannabis as a gateway. But I definitely see all the different aspects because the uh, stigma is real and people out here who do want to heal with cannabis are struggling to heal with it because of different stigmas and also criminalization of cannabis in the federal sense. So me, myself, one of the things that I specifically want to work for in cannabis is helping mothers, helping women who want to get safe access to cannabis and helping people who have been criminalized and help getting them decriminalized in the industry. Wow. That's particularly thinking about what you're saying about helping people who have been criminalized because of their use of cannabis and like helping um, mothers who want to use cannabis or people who are hurting from using that. And I think that that's something that's often, it's not uh, talked about. Yeah. It's not a part of the conversation. People hear cannabis and they're just like, okay, so criminals, you yep. know, or like, oh, like drug addicts, potheads. It's always negative connotation. The people of color. Exactly. And they're they're never thinking about like the ways in which this could be healing. Exactly. Um, so very interesting to hear that. My journey is pretty opposite, but I don't, I don't smoke at all. Like I think I've only smoked three or four times in my life. I only consume edibles. Um, and that is due to having a three-year-old, so I can't really do that. <laughs> um, but my family, no one smokes, no one does drugs. Like, my mom probably drank that I've known twice in her life. <laughs> and so drugs is not part of our family. Like, it's even my cousins, they're just, it's, it's a big no-no. And it's, I think, has to do mainly with the culture. Um, my family's pretty hardcore Catholic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, same here. Exactly. So can't really not only do it, but like discussing anything about drug sex is just a big no, no. Um, so I didn't get introduced to marijuana until I had roommates after high school. And after that, it just, it just never stuck with me. I was like, okay, that was fun. That was a good experience. It is what it is. And it wasn't until I had a kid that like my hormones were like crazy. I everything was just so different about me physically and mentally that and then Deja introduced me slowly into cannabis and I did abuse it a little bit in the beginning because it was a whole new experience. But uh after her educating me a little bit on it, I found a way to, you know, have it be part of my life more in a healthy way. It's life-changing, if that makes sense, for me as a parent. Um, being a parent itself is already hard. And cannabis has completely helped me balance myself in order to be there as a parent 100%. I don't know if it does that for other parents. I don't know how it other people react to it, other parents, I mean, specifically. But for me, it's helped tremendously in being there completely. Um, and yeah, I've done counseling because I also have anxiety and I've gone through depression as well postpartum depression and just depression in general, just growing up. Uh, but cannabis has definitely helped me, even though there's a bunch of judgment 
being a parent and being consuming cannabis, which that's the hard part that I'm still trying to deal with. It's hard. It's hard to explain to people that this is doing more good than harm when people have such a bad viewpoint on it in general. So, yeah. A hundred percent. Like I wanting to affirm that and also like thank you for sharing like your journey with, with your mental health and what it looks like being a parent. Question I have for you, Lily, is around like the community of being a parent as well as mm-hmm. like smoking cannabis. Is that something that you found, um, you know, online or is that something that you often seek out? No, um, actually, I don't have a community of parents that do consume cannabis. Um, also, not having the education and seeing it in a light where it's negative. I. Deja. Deja is my support system. She is, yes, she doesn't have a kid, but I think because we have such that close understanding of each other, I'm able to lean on her and not only be educated on the cannabis, but also if things, you know, go bad, if things go south, um, she's able to be there for me. Yeah. And also speaking on the conversation of parenthood and communities online, if there's any people listening and would like to have any communities, Blunt Blown Mama, she's an amazing Instagram page, blogger. She's a journalist and she has a podcast, Blunt Blown Mama. Um, And she has several episodes on her podcast where she discusses with people Single parents, mothers and fathers, she just has conversations about having children taken away for CPS. She has different conversations with people who are trying to consume in non-legal states. She has incredibly real conversations that have made me cry, but it also gives heart and meaning to a lot of the people who want to consume, especially if you come from a place where you don't understand but kind of want to. And also Cannabis and Parenthood. Uh, ran by Kiera. She is an incredible source for uh, content and information when it comes to like breastfeeding, how many micrograms of cannabinoids are inside of your breast milk when you're breastfeeding. And of course, nobody's ever suggesting that you consume when you breastfeed, but, but sometimes things have to happen, you know, and that's where a lot of these conversations come into play when they're needed by these people who just need to ask questions but don't want to be belittled or don't want to feel like they're wrong. So there are communities out there, and if anybody needs help getting access to them, I highly suggest Blunt Blown Mama. Okay, Day, educating everyone. I mean, (laughs) you just, you have so much, and it seems like you've been really helpful for Lily as she's uh, navigating this, this journey as well. So I'm curious to know, if somebody wanted to get started, where where would they start? What would be the gateway to the gateway, if you will? Um, if they want to do so responsibly, what, what do you recommend? Absolutely. So first off, I highly suggest um, personally and to a bunch of people, especially in the community, it's a group thing. So find people mm-hmm. that you're comfortable with. Find people that, that you could be yourself around and find people who... Um, could even possibly take care of you if something does go south, but also having an understanding of limits. Do you know you want to smoke? Do you know that you would rather consume an edible? 
would you rather have some butter and just make an enchilada and plop that can of butter right on top of that enchilada, you know? Mm. Or would you just like to make some lemonade or have a, a an infused tea or something You're like that? You're speaking so. my language now, okay? <laughs> Once you exactly. brought the, the butter, the food, the lemonade, I was like, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. There's so <laughs> many different ways to consume and feel good and have the cannabis heal your body. And there's also things like CBD. CBD is the non-psychoactive cannabinoid that you can consume in a bunch of different ways that looks exactly the same as its sister cannabis that contains THC. But when you consume it, then you don't get the psychoactive effects. You just get that body anxiety relief, um, euphoric, feeling happy, feeling good feeling. Yeah, and something I've also used is like the just like topical CBD oil like for my Ooh. knee and everything. Yeah. Yo, my ankle speaks that language. Yes. There's this stuff called Dragon Bomb that has CBD oh and gosh. THC. If you rub it on your joints, baby, your joints will be singing. <laughs> Not me over here ordering the whole case. Like, <laughs> like, let, me get a like let me just, the way that my body is acting like we're like way older than we are, it just, it doesn't oh, make sense. Cracking for no reason? Like what? Why? I'm like, do I have arthritis? I'm not, oh, this is not it right now. Tendinitis, all the itises. But yeah, there's different perspectives to come in from the cannabis industry or from outside of the cannabis industry. And I just want to be that person that you can come to that's like, okay, I'm chill. I want to talk to you no matter what your perspective is. Let's get it going. If you have any negatives, let it out on me because I'm not saying I'm going to correct them or change your mind. I'm just saying, hey, let's have a conversation because nobody's probably sat down and had a conversation. So if you want to do it with me, do it with me. <laughs> yes. And have a conversation with us while listening to this podcast. Yes. This is great. Yes. yes. Hope y'all are talking to yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> They're pausing. They're like, dang, maybe I need to get some stuff. But <laughs> Okay. What'd she say? She said, blunt, blunt, what? <laughs> And that's I, a good point. We're going to link everything in the description box. So the names, the accounts, the all of it. All right. So on um, our podcast, we often like to like, you know, flip the script, challenge ideas and everything. And so I would just like to hear some stories of joy. And so <laughs> I'm going to start off with Lily. I would love to hear about the best time while you were high. Oh, uh, <laughs> let me think. Um Having a picnic with myself on a beautiful sunny day is the best feeling ever. Or going on like a like a trail hike. It is so relaxing and refreshing that it literally makes my day ten times better. It starts my day off so nicely. <laughs> That oh sounds my so relaxing. I was going to say, that sounds beautiful. I'm all chill now, like, thinking about it. <laughs> best experience, best choice I've made. What about you, Day? What was your best time being high? I have a lot of good times. Honestly, every time is a good time. Before I put that bong to my lips, I'm just like, okay, girl, what are the intentions? What are we getting out of this? Do we need to clean the house? You know, yes, that's how we that's love how mindfulness. Yes. Come because I do remember being lazy right after I smoked, like, you know, just that immediate just want to, uh, but now I'm like, okay, smoking gives me power and it's my power. Let me take a hold of it. But yeah, one of my favorite moments definitely has to be, um, so I work in a cannabis warehouse and um, just right before COVID got popping, um, 
People would, you know, smoke, have smoke sessions in each other's cars. You know, people would be facing each other, honking each other's horns, pop smoking blunts, you know, just having a good ass time. And so that's definitely one of my favorite moments, just being able to have a community, talk with each other, have a good ass time and just be on the same level as everybody and then just go back to work and get shit done. (laughs) I love that you reclaimed your power from smoking like that. You were like, thank you. I noticed that I was um, lazy, as you put it, Mm -hmm. after smoking. And I decided that this is now going to be my power. This gives me power. And so I'm going to use it and I'm going to use it in this way. And that's really dope to hear. We have to, we have to, especially when there's so many bad narratives going out around here. So I think that's why I'm so open on our podcast and just in podcasting in general with smoking weed, because honestly, nobody in my family knows I smoke. (laughs) Oh, if anybody ever listened to a podcast episode, then it's going down in the DMs, but um, honestly, I think it's important for there to be a positive light and for people to hear somebody being positive about it. So I'm willing to take that sacrifice and I'm willing to have the conversation with my family. I've, <laughs> I've mentally thought about it for a while. <laughs> well, and the mind, the mind is such a powerful thing too. Such Very a powerful, powerful tool. Yes. Alicia, what was your best time? The best time that you've had being high? Ah, uh, my, Okay. I'll start off with the community piece because what you said about like, you know, having people around you that you trust is key. Um, And so my favorite person to be high with is my sister. Like she's so loving, like sober, right? But when she's high, she's like extra caring, loving, thoughtful, engaging, like, and we just have these like deep ass conversations and we just like grow together um, when we're high. And Um, my favorite time was when we were camping for her birthday. And so we were chilling on the Delaware River. Uh, she lives in New York. So we were, you know, camping for her birthday and we were just sitting on the riverbank and we were just like looking at how beautiful the world is and talking about our relationship. And yeah, that was such a great time together. It was, it was, I miss her. I miss that. I'm going to have to do that again. Why not? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, what's I, when she comes out here, which she needs to, we've had this conversation, she knows. Um, <laughs> this is a direct call out to you, who you are. Okay. okay. <laughs> Make it known. <laughs> she needs to come out here so we can do it. But also, you know, pretty cool because uh, New York just legalized marijuana as well. So Yes. And we're on our episode for 420. We're going to be recording with a cannabis expert, the marijuana Ayana, and she's going to be educating us about that. Okay, I'm excited to hear that episode. I'm, I'm quite excited. You guys but, are so sweet. <laughs> but speaking of 420, are you doing anything to celebrate 420? Is that something that y'all do? Ooh. In Seattle? We haven't. Yeah, we haven't done it in a while. In Seattle, we do have a hemp fest, but that happens mm-hmm. more so a little bit later in um, summer. Mm-hmm. So if that does happen in person then hopefully we'd have that but a lot of dispensaries give major discounts oh my god yeah i'm gonna have to go through (gasps) my camera roll because yeah i've gotten pounds (laughs) on like and made it last for so long you know gotta make that budget stretch so she said pounds (laughs) not ounces pounds (laughs) come on girl come on i know and i wish i was oh i wish i was serious no that was just you know i've gotten just ounces but yeah dispensaries have really great sales that's good you know they canceled 420 in san francisco the mayor of san francisco canceled 420 publicly wow 
Yeah. Because usually what happens is people just like pull up in Golden Mm -hmm. Gate Park and just like lounge on the grass and like everybody's smoking together. And it's like, like you said, it's about the community. Um, But because of COVID, it was canceled last year and then it's canceled again this year. As a result, I don't know that people are not going to show Mm -hmm. up to Golden Gate Park. (laughs) Um, But officially it's canceled Damn, that's wild no but that sounds like a good ass time on a good day you know <laughs> it's something about mm-hmm. cannabis and nature like it just mm-hmm. it's such a great combination <laughs> i totally agree lily and for those of you at home listening to this we'd love to hear about your best time being high i i think we're trying to bring a lot of joy into this experience and so feel free to hit us up at you know where to look the description box because i'm not giving you <laughs> <laughs> All right, fam. Well, we're closing out on the end of our time. Um, We just have two more questions for you. One is what we ask all of our guests, and that is, what are y'all unpacking? And so unpacking could be something physical, tangible that you're actually unpacking or something existential, personal, spiritual, whatever. Um, So whoever would like to start, we'd love to hear what you are unpacking right now. Do y'all have two days of recording time? <laughs> oh, dang. I, think we can, I think we can budget it. I think we can budget it. We can, we can make it work. We can make it work. <laughs> okay, so basically, no. Um, but on a good note or on an unpacking note, periods, I just have to say, are just shitty, you know? But having a period is so wild. And that's just what I'm unpacking. I'm just unpacking just the struggles of being off of birth control and just being back in the cycle of having my period. And yeah. that is something i think both of us can relate to heavily it is um it's not a fun space to be in oh no 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 (laughs) Mm -hmm. the body does what the body does yeah and sometimes you have to just kind of roll with it (laughs) roll with the punches okay we're this is we're just laying here today all right i guess (laughs) that's it we're not going nowhere (laughs) drop shut them down open up I'm trying to unpack the like emotions, my emotions, like trying to get a better understanding of how I, you know, deal with my emotions. Because again, growing up, that's been a big problem as well, especially now that I have a kid and he's paying attention to every single detail about me. (laughs) Um, This brings up an opportunity for me to actually focus on that. So I've been trying to, you know, unpack all of that. Uh, that's exactly the vibe I'm always in. I'm like, let me unpack just emotions in life. You know? Exactly. <laughs> we'll we'll get high and talk about it together one day. Yeah. Oh, please. I need that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we want to thank you both again for hanging out with us, chatting with us, educating us, you know, just <laughs> spending some time with us. Um, but before you go, if you could, please just share with our listeners, where can they find you? If they want to listen to you, if they want to chat with you, where do they go? You could find Lily and I at Black Me Up Podcast. Search Black Me Up Podcast everywhere. You guys could also email us at blackmeuppodcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in my cannabis journeys, you could follow The Bud That Wines on Instagram. And I highly suggest looking into Blunt Blowing Mama, Cannabis and Parenthood, and The Last Prisoner Project. All right. Thank you both again for being here. We just... It was a great time. Thanks, y'all. Thank you guys for having us. You guys were so nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was (laughs) so fun.
All right, welcome back, squad. Thank you so much to Lillian Day for celebrating 420 with us and letting us into the world of cannabis and all of its possibility joy. Uh, super excited to have them on. Again, if you want to hit them up, you can find them on Black Me Up Podcast on all of your favorite podcast streaming services. Absolutely. Thank you both so much for joining us. It was a blast. That being said, if you are new here or maybe you, you're like, dang, it's been a while. I forgot how this thing goes. This is the part of our show where we unpack things. So we are going to be unpacking some things that may be physical or meta. We're going to jump right into that. Um, and we're going to start off with Alicia. What are you unpacking? Why, thank you for my platform, Sangay. So um, right now I'm unpacking online friendships. And I'm meaning like they, I literally have never seen them in person. I've never met them. I've met them maybe through like a virtual engagement through work or something else that I'm interested in. And so I don't know, like I thought, I never thought I would be that girl that would have like online friends, but I am that girl. And your friends from the internet, (laughs) my friends on the internet. Yeah. That's so wild for me to think about, um, you know, whether it's like through Twitch too, like people who are on like the same channels that I'm on. And I don't know, it's super cool to think about, um, that you have this community online and in person, specifically for me because I'm such an extrovert and it sucks to like not be around people sometimes. And so it's cool to be like, hey, you want to hop on this Peloton together? Sure, let's do it. Oh, do you want to listen to the stream together? Great, fine. So yeah, that's what I'm unpacking is just being able to sustain friendships online um, and hopefully I'm not getting catfished. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a big fear when it comes to um, online friendships, right? You don't know who's behind the screen. You don't know who's behind the keyboard on the other end. And you can really only hope for the best, but it sounds like you're building some really meaningful friendships online. And I think that that's something that like, at least myself, I've always clowned Isaac for having internet friends. Right. <laughs> like, I'll be like, go talk to your little friends on the internet. But now we all have friends on the internet because that's how we're like connecting with people. So yeah. it's a weird, um, it's a weird thing to kind of uh, think about now how that's evolved from being like, you only had internet friends if you couldn't make friends in real life to now like, we all have internet friends because this is where we are as a society. <laughs> hey, but you're right. It's just like the nature of the times. Yeah, and also like how to build those relationships looks very different um, than how you might build a friendship in person, right? Like you're not connecting in the same way. You're not like, you don't have the same types of experiences, right? Like we met out at a bar and became friends because of that. If you meet someone online, you're like, oh, we were in the same chat room and then we were watching the same stream and then we just really connected, you know? So Exactly. And Um, also, like, selfishly with folks who are online, you can kind of tailor what you're going to share with them, right? And tailor what they know about you, which is the dangerous part of being online friends, too. So I think for me, I'm like, I don't have to be as vulnerable unless I really want to be. And yeah, so I don't know. We'll we'll see where this road takes me. But, you know, as like a safety concern, also, you need to tailor what you share with people on the internet. So. Yeah, without question. I'm not sharing my like actual location with folks and that. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Unless I like confirm that they're a real person and they work with me, for instance. Like, yes. I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what about you? What are you unpacking? So I've been, 
I've been unpacking a lot um, recently. Um, so initially I wanted to talk about snails because I've been seeing them a lot in our like area where we live. <laughs> and every time I see them, I'm just like, wow, there's this, I'm just like blown away, right? Like as if I've they're never beautiful. seen a snail before. I think they're so cool. So anywho, um, as I mentioned earlier, we're fostering a pup. He's a cutie pie. And we went out on our walk this morning. And normally I only see snails when it's rained because that's when they're out on the sidewalk. But I noticed today that they were in like these little, the bushes, I guess, like this little shrubbery. And it got me wondering, like, where did they come from? How did they get here? And why this specific neighborhood? Like, what is it about this area that I live that draws them in? Um, so I mm. I was just left wondering some, I don't know, y'all. It's so silly. It's I just, I see them and I'm like, I want to know more about you. How did you get here? <laughs> Looking at this one singular snail. <laughs> no, seriously. I was walking the dog and, you know, he like pulls over to pee or whatever. And I see... A, a lone snail on like this strand of high grass. I don't even know how to describe what it is that I'm looking oh at, right? Oh my gosh. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, I you only come out when it rains. Or like sometimes I'll see one single snail on this one single tree that I walk past. And I'm like, I don't know. I just- And you know what's like beautiful about that is because then you have to think about the journey that the snail took to get to that point. Because we and know they that don't snails move are fast so. at all. Yes. I think it's like 1.3- let me find the exact, because I, I was looking at this earlier, because I was like, how fast do they move? Let me find it. Hold on a second. Not you looking up the specs. <laughs> okay, they move at... <laughs> Is it slow? It's super slow, dude. It's like three hundredths miles per hour. That is wild. Okay, so some snails can move up to one meter per hour. And according to bbc.co.uk, um, researchers attached multicolored LED lights to snails so that they could track their movements over a day. And they were fast enough to explore the length of an average UK garden or like backyard area in a single night. Some snails. Some. <laughs> faster than we thought. Okay. Oh, that's so, okay. I meant that's impressive, actually. I thought it would have take, taken them longer. But did you also know that snails are hermaphrodites, so they have both male and female um, genitalia? I did not know that, actually. They do. And so they reproduce. Um, they do reproduce, I guess, sexually, technically, because they'll mate with another snail. So what I was learning today is that they will, um, they'll both insert their penises into each other to mate, to reproduce. At the same time. Okay. We respect. That's, that's what I learned. That's, that's like the ultimate, like, I mean, 69 situation, right? You're just like doing literally the same motion. Okay. Yeah. And they can survive in both natural and urban areas. They're attracted to like damp, cool areas, which it's been getting warmer out here. So again, that's why I'm surprised when I see them. But even though they're nocturnal, you'll find them outside early in the morning. And so today early was like, I don't know, 7, 7.30 when I saw mm -hmm. them outside. So, um, yeah, that's, if you're curious, that's where you'll find snails. <laughs> All right, let's go on a snail hunt sometime. I'd Come love on to over. See. But, you know, beyond snails, which is just such a, like, random thing <laughs> to be unpacking, um, is I've just been, like, uh, I was just thinking today about how, and I haven't been able to stop talking about it, 
um, how we hung out the other day and we were like, just doing what we do, just dancing, just being joyous. And like the impact that that had on me over like the last couple of days has been, I don't know. It just, yeah, it brought me, it has been bringing me a lot of joy over the last few days. And, um, yeah, I just more moments like that, you know, more of that. Let's do it. That's a, that's our goal for 2021. More moments like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And honestly, speaking of joy, like that's why it's been so important to me is like these last few weeks have been very trying. I mean, the last over a year has been let's, very yeah, trying, let's be right? Like yeah. it's a trying time to be black or brown in America most times. Um, but in particular, in this last couple of weeks, we've seen a lot of like gun violence. We've seen a lot of um, violence at the hands of law enforcement happening to people who are our age, to children. We've mm-hmm. seen mass murders happening across the country and it's unfortunate that it really feels that like with the signal of a quote-unquote return to normal america's definition of normal involves mass shootings and that is really disturbing yeah and i find that sometimes i feel like desensitized to stuff like i see it and i'm like oh just another thursday and then you go through like the cycle of like pain and feeling all of that and then yeah so I think that's why moments when like when we hung out on um this past week were so important for me because I have to remember feeling joy is something that I like doing (laughs) and it's it that can be part of my like healing when I'm thinking about all of these events that are happening around so absolutely it's a form of resistance also um and all of that to say you know I saw a post on the internet as I, where I spend my time. And it just really resonated with me. Um, and that was, if you see any black person or brown person not using their platform to talk about the latest black death or trauma, leave them alone. You don't need to send it to us. We know what's happening. You don't need to DM us. Have you seen this? Don't look for us to say something meaningful. Don't make demands of them. Just let us live (laughs) and doing so with joy that in and of itself is resistance. It's a protest. And um, that came from Kimberly Renee, whose at handle is it's Kimberly Renee on Instagram. Um, And they posted that. And I was just like, yeah, these are the words that I needed (laughs) right now. I need all the people to know this. Yeah. So wherever you're coming in to listening to us, to engaging with everything that's happening in the world, we hope that you're finding joy in whatever way that makes sense for you. Um, and if that is listening to our podcast, we welcome it. Uh, so we wanted to shout you all out for joining us for season two of It's Pronounced Podcast. You know where to find us if you're trying to find us. We're on all the streaming platforms. And for our social media, we are at Pronounced Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Sangay is at Sangay Nicole, and I am at Alicia Olivas. You know what it is. It's been another imperfect production of It's Pronounced Podcast. So we're so happy that you all joined us, and we'll uh, chat with you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.